Hi, Richie. Hi, Sin. Tell us what just happened. You told me I had to get up because you had an emergency podcast to record, and it turned out to just be you complaining about the metro. Mm-hmm. Which, by the time you had come home, was no longer an emergency, and under no circumstances should be a podcast. <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> it has been recorded. And people might be able to find that podcast one day on... Patreon.com slash Sinclair <laughs> Thank you, Richie. And, and after it ended, um, we struck a Faustian pact. In which you promised to only release that on Patreon if we did a Sekiro episode to release on the main channel. And I said, okay. (laughs) And you said, okay. Good. That's legally binding. So what are we recording right now? Well, fortunately, um, I thought the only new Sekiro news was about the skill tree, but then it turns out that there's been uh, another interview since then. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about yeah. the stuff in that interview. In case anyone awesome. anyone listening is incapable of using Google to look up the interview for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel guilty, but then, like, there are channels that that do, like, we have upcoming news on Matt Reeves, the Batman. And then it's, like, a 90-minute video where they mention, like, it's filming in November. 80 minutes into it. Yeah, so yeah. we're actually pretty good. Yeah, you could do a lot worse than this, frankly. <laughs> I mean, it, does, <laughs> it doesn't make any of this acceptable, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like we have a bond with the audience where it's like, we'll get through this together. Yeah. 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 That's why this channel is the best channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> so. So, do you want to start with the skill tree? Let's start with the skill tree. What's up with that? Skill trees, what's up with that? This is part of Sin's uh, Sin's just workshopping some material for her stand-up act if she's ever sent back in time to the 90s. She'd also like you to know that uh, food at airports, why is it so expensive? So in Sekiro, which is apparently not an RPG, uh, you get experience points by defeating enemies, mm-hmm. and then those are used to upgrade your character. Which I mm. I know it's kind of a gray area because it's a skill tree rather than traditional leveling up. Right, but that does sound a lot like an RPG to me. How would you define an RPG? That's a very good question. This is an argument that has raged for. Uh, since the dawn of time, I think. <laughs> because, like, genres are not kind of like, like, genres are not static things. There's always arguments about what is and isn't a genre. I know this because I had to write an entire dissertation chapter on it. And, hmm. um. Before you go on, Rich, let me yeah. ask you. Yeah. I'll cut that out. We're cutting that out. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. 100. Good. You have to admit that was a good one. That was, yeah. <laughs> Go on. So, do you want to keep talking about RPGs? Yeah, or? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I, I guess that does make it, like, an action game with an upgradable character. But the fact that you're getting experience from defeating enemies and using it to to do the upgrades that I think pushes it into like it's basically an RPG but with like caps on what you can upgrade mm-hmm. yeah I feel like if, if it were like a straightforward action game with an upgradable character it would be like Zelda or something where 
you find like an item that upgrades one thing rather than having an experience point system. Anyway, the idea is that you have skill trees that you upgrade with skill points that you get from experience points from defeating enemies, but parts of the skill tree are locked at the beginning and you have to find items to unlock them. So I guess like you can't just grind and become powerful at the beginning. You have to actually unlock the ability to use those other trees. And the two ones they talked about were a samurai one um, and one that focused on the prosthetic arm. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, Richie, since you know me, you might think this might be a problem for me, right? Go on. Because I like to overpower in the beginning of games. Yes. But it won't be a problem because this requires, like, skills and stuff and learning. And I also like that aspect of games. Okay. I just wanted to let you know in advance before you start bullying me about it again. I'm not bullying you, I'm just concerned. (laughs) We'll let Neil Lucky decide. Hmm. So that was, I thought that was going to be it, but then it turns out there's an interview Mm -hmm. in Game Informer. So we could talk about what's in that. Yeah. Can you send me a link? Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'll send you this link to Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) So the character you play as is called the wolf. And his master is called the Owl. So that's why in the trailer that guy calls you Son of the Owl. Because we weren't sure what he meant by that. Mm -hmm. And your arm is cut off by uh, a specific guy who is uh, referred to as the Ashina Commander. Hang on. Let's get the definition of Ashina. Isn't that the clan? Yeah. Yeah, the Ashina clan were a clan during the Sengoku period, and the the guy who cuts off your arm is one of them. Do you know how I know? Uh, video games? No, I made a little, like, mini lore video on- Oh, I remember that, yeah, yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. And the sculptor is called, uh, Bushi. And even though it's it's very emphatically not an RPG, it has a <laughs> hub area that acts like Filing Shrine. But you can warp to and from. Do you feel like it's a little bit too soulsy for a game to have a, a hub area? Uh, n- no, a lot of games had hub areas before. Okay. Much like, like the hit uh, SNES game Jelly Boy has a hub area. I've never heard of it. Well, it's harder than any Souls game. We should cover it. If you... Honestly, like, you were talking about playing Action 52, and I was saying to you, no, that's that's not as bad as you think, because Action 52 was just broken. Hmm. So, you'll play Action 52 for, like, five minutes, it'll stop working, and that's the extent <laughs> of the game. The thing right. about, like, the true hell is stuff like <laughs> Jelly Boy that can technically be completed but is awful. Can't be that awful. No, it is. Can you give me an example of Jelly Boy? Yeah, like what's awful about it? It plays horribly. <laughs> there is, it's a platform game, but ducking is mapped to the A button. It's like it. It's got tons of like, um, like items you have to collect placed in a line. But if you jump down and follow the line, you just end up in a spiked pit and die. The program is just put there to fuck with you. Hmm. Would you say that playing this game would bring you misery? Yeah. Well, no, it has brought me misery because I have played it. <laughs> would you say playing it again would bring you misery? Well, the thing is, I don't, I don't think it would work again a second time because now I know how bad it is. Oh. It wouldn't, like, shock me. Okay. 
I think, like, in order to have the true Jelly Boy experience, you have to go into it thinking, oh, Jelly Boy, okay. It's just one that's just some generic SNES platform or whatever. And then it gradually dawns on you over the course of about 20 minutes that you are actually in hell. Maybe I should play it then. I feel like, it, uh, I don't know, you played like Dendi and stuff. Yeah. What do you yeah. have against Dendi, bro? Well, it's it's very like it's a very Eurojank platformer. It feels like it probably was released on the Amiga at some point and got ported to the SNES. Uh-huh. Yeah, the problem is it it looks it looks innocuous and it looks cute, but then you start playing it and you realize like this is this is a nightmare like torture device <laughs> with like like lev- levels have time limits that because it it's really like cute looking. You like like a cute little little pink uh like chubby kind of baby guy made of jelly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he puts on like a backwards baseball cap and sunglasses so he looks cool. Right. But then and it it's kind of leisurely paced. You just sort of like trundle around, but then you realize the time limit is so tight that every level becomes this horrible, like stressful situation we're just trying to get to the end of it. Mm-hmm. You frequently cannot see what is in front of you. And then also, every level has a hidden puzzle piece that Jelly Boy has to collect. <laughs> and also, like, it, it, you need power-ups to get through paths, but all the power-ups are timed. And they're usually timed so you have, like, just one or two seconds margin of error to use them. Or you'll have to go back and use them again, while also having another time limit that governs the whole, like, if that time limit runs out, you just die. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So anyway, Sekiro. Anyway, yeah, Sekiro. Maybe don't leave that in. (laughs) Yeah, hub areas. So much like the hit game Jelly Boy, Sekiro has a (laughs) hub area Mm -hmm. that functions like Filing Shrine, and you Mm -hmm. walk back and forth. So despite all the like, oh, it's an action game, it's not an RPG, it's not like Souls, so far it, it does sound like that. They've just tweaked it slightly. Yeah. How do you feel about Sekiro having a hummery? Um, it'll depend on how the rest of the game is connected. Hmm. Because I, I like the idea of being able to go through it in different, like, progression. Um, it'll depend on if, like, the hub area allows you to progress through it in different parts. Or if it's just you get to the end of one part, then you have to go back to the hub area and go to the next part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that's the design, it may as well be linear. Yeah. Yeah. In Bloodborne. Oh, okay, the hub was the hunter's dream. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's weird, because like, in Bloodborne, the hub is the hunter's dream, but the hub could also have been Erden Chapel. That's what I was thinking. I was actually yeah. like, at first, I th- I was about to tell you that the hub is Odin's chapel, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is structured kind of like that, though, because you can get from Odin Chapel to pretty much any. It's almost structured like Demon Souls, with Odin Chapel as the nexus, and then like because you've got like Odin Chapel, Hemwick, Canehurst, and then you've got like Odin Chapel, Forbidden Woods, Bergenworth. And then, depending on how you look at things, you got like Erden Chapel, like Old Yarnum Yahagol, or just Erden Chapel Yahagol, Mensis. But yeah, I like Bloodborne because the the Hunter's Dream, as well as the Chapel Dweller, they didn't feel like a typical hub. Yeah, yeah, it didn't feel like oh, this is the place I go back to to replenish my whatever, even though it was. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like they did it really well. I liked it. So I wonder how this one's going to feel. So the the creator of the the sculptor character, his name is Bushi. Yeah. And he helps you uh, create prosthetics from materials and upgrade. Ooh! He's a tray! So, Yeah! Yeah. And you'll ne- you'll never guess who else is in the hub area. Um 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 is it a doll? Is it There's a mysterious woman? A mysterious who, woman, who, yeah. Who helps heal you. 
And you, and if you give her an item called Spirit Water Drops, she gives you extra healing charges in your gourd. <laughs> Richie, I wish Bloodborne or Dark Souls thought of something like that. I know. I wish Bloodborne had thought of that, actually, because you're stuck with 20 blood vials the whole game. Yeah. I was talking I about the woman. I would have liked it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what about the healing? It's kind of like, it's just like Esther's shards. You give her a thing called a spirit water drop, and that upgrades your healing gourd. As opposed to giving her, like, shards to upgrade the flask. Huh. And <laughs> there's, there's also... That. No, it's, it's original. Um... <laughs> And there's a, an, also a character called Immortal Soldier who can't- he's a, a character who literally can't die. And he just hangs around for you to practice fighting against. Oh, that's Because you cool. can't kill him. Yeah. So, that's like a little bit of a tutorial thing. Yeah. And also, you'll never- this is astonishing. The core concepts should be familiar to Souls veterans. <laughs> Wait! Richie. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at it, and the mysterious woman with medicinal skills, what's her name? Yeah, Emma. <laughs> I feel like there's literally a name generator that just keeps popping up the same names over and over again. No, it's not even a name generator. It's just like Miyazaki has like 12 names, and he's like, we'll just use these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be like Gorman in it. Mario? (laughs) (gasps) What? I just had this vision of a horrible meme where someone's got Mario in the dress from Mario Odyssey and he's Lady Mario of the Astral Clock Tower. Oh, is it like Bowsette? No one's allowed to make this. (laughs) Everybody should. I feel like I've accidentally. I've accidentally allowed it to escape into reality by saying this, and I've cursed myself. Where's Ike? I'll let him know no. as soon as we're done recording this. <laughs> okay, so... um. Okay. The core concept. Well, you've got a healing gourd, which is uh-huh. very different from an Estus flask. Uh-huh. Um, you have spirit emblems, which are your quicksilver bullet equivalent, <laughs> which we talked about before. Right. And you have the grappling hook, which we all know about because we've seen gameplay footage. So, that's new. But we knew about it from, like, the no, second No, no, I mean, that's new. That's what makes it different from the Souls games. Yeah. 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 And I yeah. think... Was it before Sekiro was actually officially showed? You were like, I'd like to have a Souls game where you have like a grappling hook yeah. and all that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, dreams do come true. Yeah. 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 My dream is to have a functioning metro in Montreal. Let's not go back there. <laughs> You've said your piece. <laughs> took an hour. Uh, I think it took longer than you were trapped at the station. <laughs> Richie, and if people are wondering why I'm so calm right now and I'm not screamy or annoying, can you explain why it's that because is? Because you you already got that out of your system. Yeah. Uh, about an hour ago. <laughs> to me. Yeah. I have no screaming left in me. Yeah, but the best part was you actually scheduled a time for this. You said, <laughs> you have to get up uh, at this time because there's an emergency podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you wanted to complain about the Metro. It wasn't even like a spur of the moment thing, like you'd just gotten home and you were angry. You you scheduled a time and sat on it. <laughs> and <laughs> and two minutes before the scheduled time, yeah. I messaged you to be like, you better yeah, be here just, in two minutes. Yeah, and I was like getting ready and everything because you said emergency podcast. And I'm thinking like, oh, is like, if you got a guest on, you're not telling me about, has like something happened? Do you, does, did Lance somehow sneak out a playable demo of Sekiro and you've got it? <laughs> 
but uh, no, you just wanted to complain about the Metro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what else is in Sekiro? It's heavily inspired by Tenshu. How so? You got a grappling hook. Oh, that's true. I actually played some Tenshu. Did I tell you that? No, you didn't. Yeah. I played yeah. and streamed some Tenshu. Yeah? Which way? Uh, I played a little bit of a few of them. Was there like yeah. three or more? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played like a bunch in a row. Yeah. So they specify this this isn't a stealth game, even though there is stealth. Mm-hmm. Then they specify, and th- this is turning me around to like getting hyped for this. There's going to be mutant roosters in it <laughs> as an enemy. <laughs> I need to Google that. I need to see what that looks like. Where can I see them? No, it just says here in text. There's going to be mu- mutant roosters and poison spinning lizards. Is is there footage? I'm going to see if there's footage. no. Well, there might be. That's it's not in here. I'm just reading text. Also says there's a lot of different um, mini bosses and they're not all mandatory. Oh, that's cool. And what they do is because the the game has a lot of different routes you can take through it. The mini bosses will guard certain routes. So depending on the route you take, you'll only meet some of them. Oh, I like that. Mm. It's like keeps you on your toes and there's a replay aspect to it. Hmm. Appreciate it. I really like that in the Souls games, where if you didn't pay attention and didn't backtrack, you were going to miss something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can collect things called rosary beads that you trade in at the... Sh- I almost said it filing shrine. <laughs> you get things called rosary beads that you take back to the hub and that becomes a health upgrade. So it looks like basically it is RPG progression, but it's tied to collecting items and trading them in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, yeah, like your, your um, health and like heals and everything are tied to items you find. And then your skills are tied to experience points. Apparently one of the bosses they ran into had a move that just instantly killed you. Oh, snap. I love that. Somehow I feel like that's the challenge I'm up for. Why are you quiet? The game has a resurrection mechanic. (laughs) Oh my god, Loki bullying there. (laughs) Have you beaten the four kings yet? Okay, but do the four kings have a move that instantly kills you? No, but this is the thing they don't, and you still can't beat them. Well, if they did, maybe I'd beat them. Explain. Music. Let's talk about the music. <laughs> Do we talk about the resurrection mechanic? Well, no, I won't ever die in that game, but... Okay, so it's not relevant. <laughs> yeah, but for you, yeah. okay, let's talk yeah, about it. Yeah, you're just like, shadows die never. <laughs> yep. Shadows never die because it's just a waste of time. <laughs> so we we kind of know the resurrection mechanic already, where you have basically lives, and if you die, you can wait, either wait, use wait, one to wait, what? wait, what? wait, say it again. The resurrection mechanic where you basically have lives. Not you, though. I know, I was, I was uh, leaving a little pause for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate so it. So you have, you have lives. <laughs> you, can, you can, if you die, you can use one to resurrect on the spot, or you can start over and, and save that life for next time. <laughs> and uh, you, you can acquire more lives by playing Sekiro. Ha <laughs> ha 
And because you recharge your lives by killing people, the bosses that have additional enemies around them let you get extra lives. If you if you if you don't have a life, you can just kill them and get a life from them. There's music throughout it. It's not like the Souls games where there's just music for boss fights and mm-hmm. the pub. Hmm. Hmm. And it's dynamic. What does that mean? Well, usually dynamic music means that, like, as you're playing, the music will shift. Like, it'll get faster or more intense, like, during a fight. Oh, snap. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 the composer. Yeah, Yuki Kitamura. Which tunes did they write? Uh, Slave Knight Gale's theme. <laughs> Our favorite. Um, what did, uh, what about Bloodborne? Which tune? I don't know, because the, isn't the Bloodborne soundtrack just like, Yuka Kitamura and um, Motoi Sakuraba, but I don't know who did what. I just want to see who wrote Ludwig's theme. Let's see, maybe we can. Ludwig's theme was written by Ludwig. <laughs> Do you know who came by to say hi? Oh, I thought you, this was set up for a joke where it's like <laughs> no. some random Souls character showed up and he said something insulting about you. <laughs> no! Or was saying hi. He's so cute. Okay, so we're we're From the vacuous spider came by and was like, at least I'm not Richard. <laughs> Damn, Rom is cruel. <laughs> your, your bullying is now so predictable that you don't even need to be here for it. I can just like figure out what you would say in that situation. I feel like predictable is not the best word to describe it. I feel like it's yeah. more like consistent. Yeah. Yeah. And consistency brought about me not needing to be there for the bullying to occur. Yeah. It's like, you know, you have muscle memory, right? When you do something. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. bully memory. Okay, what's next? Well, as most of us already know, the stat-based RPG advancement system is out the window. Instead, players gain experience points by killing enemies that can be used in skill traits. So... That sounds a lot like an RPG. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I think the difference is that instead of having, like, strength, dexterity, constitution, etc., mm-hmm. you have, like, like one, like, it'll be one specific stat, like mm-hmm. sword power or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think you're going to have to gather skills for each one of your weapons? Well, they they say here that one of the upgrades they saw was that you could do was like a shuriken toss followed by a katana, mm-hmm. and there's also passive skills like uh, healing, doing uh, healing, recovering more HP, and um, then there's what I am assuming more of these skills will reflect those we find in the Souls games. Like what? That's just what they say. So, oh. like this paragraph's a bit, um, as we know, it's. 
all the Souls RPG stuff's out the window, followed by you gain experience points to upgrade your character, followed by <laughs> I imagine the skills will be similar to those in the Souls games. Okay, what one thing that I do like about the way they're explaining this is that you need to get items to upgrade, like, the skills. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming those are items you can't grind for. They're just things you find. Yeah. So, if this works out, hopefully that will mean that there's not grinding in Sekiro. You know what? Because, would- yeah. yeah. Go on. No, because, like, if you want the health upgrade, that's just an item. You go get the item and you don't need to, like, sit around killing soldiers for an hour to get souls or something. Well, you know what? Let me tell you. I don't mind so much grinding when it's just killing things to get experience. And once you have this experience, you trade it or something. But the type of grinding I don't like is where you gotta kill an enemy 20,000 times to get an item. That I really dislike. I'm just having like a flashback to Yoshka. Well, no. Yoshka is consistent. You gotta get ears. You know what I mean? Yeah, but What's the drop rate of the years? But I don't know. I think it's like I think it's it's literally less than one percent. What did you do that? What did you do that? Every time you remind me how it <laughs> went, I just remember and wonder once again why, Richard. <laughs> what What did you get out of that? Nothing. So why did you do it? I don't know. I was. I just shut my brain down and did it while listening to an audiobook. While listening to what? I was listening to an audiobook. So I guess, like, I guess it was more that I wanted to listen to that audiobook and grinding for ears kept me, kept me occupied while I did that. Okay, so then I see your story changed. So Yorshka deserves none of your hate. No, she does. No, because <laughs> you always bring up the story as if you're like, I had to grind ears for her or else, when in reality, she actually made the ebook more enjoyable for you. No, she made it less enjoyable. Then why didn't you do something else? I don't know. I don't know why I did. I think this is like when I was in denial about... <laughs> I'm just like, surely... Surely there's <laughs> there's some reason to do this. <laughs> oh my god, you know Corvo is not happy with me giving you that much crap because he's like biting my hand off. He's like, no mother, Bridget does not have to explain himself to you. He grinded those ears because he wanted to, okay? Okay, Corvo. Does anyone... Like, not have that voice, do you? <laughs> I think they're all different voices. I don't think it's ever the same. <laughs> but with slightly different pitches. Okay, well, after I said that, Horvath uh, yeah. stopped biting my hand. I guess it was that. I guess he's part of the, uh, what's the covenant? Save Richie Covenant? Protect Richie Covenant? What? You know you have your own covenant? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with, with no one wants to protect me, though. Everybody's like, at least everyone's like, I'm part of the Protect Richie Covenant. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. they say it, but when it comes to it, they're like, no, nah, Richie's yeah. suffering is too funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, then what? They mention the prosthetic weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shuriken, the axe, and the flamethrower we'd already seen. Right. They specify that with the flamethrower, there are some enemies that don't take damage from physical attacks, but they will take a lot of damage from the flamethrower. I think because they're, like, supernatural in some way. Maybe there's corruption you need to burn out of them. I, I'm absolutely sure it's that. <laughs> they also reference something called the Shinobi Firecracker that doesn't look like it does damage, but it, like, spooks things. So if there's a crowd and you set it off, it'll disperse. Oh, nice. Mm. 
uh, there's a description of like playing it. So, um, they talk about how on the way to one of the bosses, there were two guards talking and you could eavesdrop on them. And they mentioned that the, the guards talk about how their boss is frightened of fire. So that's like a tip for when you're fighting him. And so you set the entire temple on fire. <laughs> yes, this will surely freeze. Like my one weakness. Trapped in a burning building, how did you know? <laughs> oh, and, and, and. Mm-hmm. This is this is actually pretty big. Yeah. There's swimming. You don't just die if you <gasps> fall in the water. Yeah, oh my god, the game is super good. I told you, I saw him jump over a fence, and I just yeah. freaked. I was like, oh my god. And now you're telling me they're swimming? Yeah. They're really pushing the boundaries. This is nothing It's nothing, nothing like, like Souls the Souls game. games at all. So anyway, there are fog gates that block off bosses. <laughs> Richie? Yeah. Did you hear that we said it at the same time? Yep. Twinsies? Yeah, this is not a joke. There are fog gates. <laughs> oh. There are fog gates. Oh. There are fog gates. Why? Well, they block off access to certain areas and appear when there is a boss. You know what? Just when I was excited <laughs> about this game, they had to bring back Fall Guides. I feel like they should move on. They need to come up with something more original or something different. Like, what not should, necessarily what should... more original, just okay, different. He, okay, inspired by your experiences earlier, right? Okay. Instead of a fog gate, you arrive at the boss on the metro, <laughs> and then the train just won't come back until you've beaten the boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah. I would be chill with that. I think that would yeah. be good. It's different. It's unique. I'm willing to say no game has ever done that before. If you're frustrated, you can call Metro and yell at them. <laughs> yeah, it's like a stress mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? No. Cor was growling at me. I'm not sure what to do. Do you want to get down? Okay, let me get you down. No. Oh. oh okay. Okay. You don't. Want to, I don't know what to do. Help, Richie. What do I do? Cor was angry. I'm not even. God. Oh my goodness. Okay. Now you're. Oh my god. I still don't know what that was. So I was trying to get him off, and he was like, no! And I'm like, okay, stay here. He's like, no! Do you feel a kinship with with him that, like, he's pro- he probably has a good reason to be frustrated, but he can't communicate it with you? <laughs> yeah! So he's just like, she does not understand! <laughs> I think so. Oh, now he, he went to the table, so he's still next to me, just on the table. Okay, well, you can explain to me what it was later, okay? Okay, you tell me later. Are you grumpy like mommy? Because he did wake up recently, so maybe he's also having a bad day. Mm. Okay, wow. This was so scary. (laughs) His claws were in my skin, man. They were in my clothes and he was biting me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that a lot. But now he's good. Now he's like, okay, I'm good here. Okay. Okay. I feel like this podcast is a lot less exciting than the previous podcast. It's less intense. Yeah, we should release the previous podcast at the end of this one. No. Yeah, for people who make it to the end, like the true snackers of the snack oh. comments. <laughs> Doesn't, like, 90% of the viewership drop off by the end? Yeah, that's it. So only those who really want to hear me scream at you will make it till the end. Just put it on Patreon. I don't know. Maybe that's a reward for people who have been listening to us all along. Your reward is even worse. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so what else is there? Where where are we? 
Okay, the guy in the trailer who spat poison all over his sword. Mm-hmm. His name is uh, Juzo the Drunkard. Mm-hmm. And the article talks about how when they were fighting Juzo, there was an N- a friendly NPC. Mm-hmm. Who helps you fight Juzo, but it's not like a summon. So if that NPC dies, they die. Oh, damn, that's stressful. I guess kind of like um, like Siegvard, where Siegvard shows up in some fights, but if he dies, he's gone. That's going to add a little bit of stress to my life. I don't like that when you have like NPCs or whatever that can die. But you know what? I guess I'll have to live with that. I'll have to face my fears. Yeah. So they, they mentioned that um, there's an area with poisonous lizards in it. This this does look kind of interesting because they say that, like, if you use certain, like, st- the way they explain it is do you have, like, a smoke skill, like a smoke bomb thing. Mm-hmm. If you use it on the lizards, the smoke becomes poisonous. Like, the poison is carried into the cloud, and then that can poison enemies in the area. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that that's that does sound interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, where's um, the poisonous oh, swamp? Well. Yes. Did, did, do you know what's coming next? Or what? was that just a lucky guess? Uh, did I predict? Literally the, ne- literally the next line is, <laughs> there is an area similar to Blight Town. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and um they talk about how the hidden areas are usually behind shinobi walls which are like hidden passages. If anyone's played Neo, there's a lot of them in that. Mhm. Yeah. And you haven't played Neo, play Neo. Yeah. It's probably pretty cheap now. Oh yeah. Pretty good too. And the article talks about how there is a... They found a hidden boss behind one of the doors who was an old woman called Butterfly Hag. Aww. Wait a minute. I think she'll be the Moonlight Butterfly. Pretty. Yeah. Doesn't a hag turn into an angel? Oh. Dark Souls 3? Mmm. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Miyazaki said a lot of the some. Uh, he says that there are bosses that are devious and use underhanded techniques. What does that mean? I think it means they're not just straightforwardly like fighting you. There'll be ones that use like traps and stuff. Oh, that's. Hmm. Apparently, the levels are bigger than the levels in the Souls games. Okay. Yeah. And it's um, it does the thing where like there are shortcuts you have to unlock where some doors only open from one side, and like swimming and grappling are big points in it. And um, if you want to watch this, it'll be on on Game Informer's YouTube channel. <laughs> Probably, like, by the time this is out. Mm -hmm. So there's no point in this existing. Well, maybe I'll just release the other podcast and this will go on Patreon. (sighs) You just said there's no point in this existing, Richie. There's no point in the other one existing either. (laughs) I mean, arguably there's no point in any of this existing, but this is like... Is there a point to existence at all, Richie? Well, I think that's a question we'll face a lot when we discuss Nier Automata. Yeah. Yeah. So. Most philosophical game ever. (laughs) Pascal equals Pascal. (laughs) Um, So, something that you pointed out and that I actually found in an article is. Yeah. Sekiro, that's the title. So I'm going to read you the title of this article. Sekiro, shadows die twice. Можно ставить на паузу. Да. 
Yeah, you can pause the game. Oh. And mm. I, I don't know how I feel about it because I played Souls so much that I forget that you can actually pause games. You know? Yeah. And yeah. pausing games feels unnatural. So. Right. It's weird that they would make a game where you can pause. I feel like it's not supposed to be there. It doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. What do you feel? When I was about 10, I had one of those like third-party SNES controllers that had different functions on it, and one of them was slow motion. Oh, snap. And if you turned it on, it just real No, if you turned it on, it just rapidly paused and unpaused the game. <laughs> it was basically just a switch saying like start, 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 start really quickly. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Slow motion. Huh. <sighs> but yeah, I feel like I have come full circle in my life because the first time I played Bloodborne I was like you can't pause what is this trash and now I'm like you can pause what is this well I'm I'm hyped for mutant roosters <laughs> yeah do you think the mutant roosters will just be the crows from Bloodborne with a slightly different model that would be awesome. Is that a mutant rooster on his hand? No, that's his gourd that he's drinking from. Oh! Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, I see you right! It's pretty big. How much health does he need? Do you think he could have, like, a chicken and then just lays eggs directly into his mouth and that's how he heals himself? Oh, no, that would be pretty original. He's like Yoshi. He just, like, as you defeat enemies, just this trail of eggs appears behind him. Then he can throw them. <laughs> yeah. So, here's another title I'm going to read to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just get real quick. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Rating offers new details. It's rated as mature. (laughs) (laughs) Is that all? (laughs) That's all, yeah. (laughs) What did you expect? Okay, well, I guess our podcast isn't as pointless as that. I feel like I'm glad that you're realizing that we're not the worst thing in the world. No, we're not the worst thing in the world, but I don't see the point to a lot of it. But then is there a really point to anything? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the the longer that we go on for, the more it becomes like you're 9S and you're hacking us. There's just this, like, orb representing sin that's <laughs> floating around the screen going, is there a point to recording this at all? Yeah. Yeah. From Software, spend some time breaking down why Sekiro is not Dark Souls. Oh, I- I'd like to hear that. <laughs> From what I've seen so far. It's not a very long article. Or is it just me? I send you. They really don't want comparisons. Well, <laughs> you just mentioned fog gates, so. <laughs> well, let's see. What are the similarities so far? Fog gates, a mysterious lady that gives you health. Yeah. Andre. Yeah, instead of an Estus Flask, it's a healing gourd. Uh-huh. Yeah. Instead of Estus Flask shards, there's spirit water drops. Hmm. 
instead of Quicksilver bullets, it's I think they're called like white paper dolls or something. Oh, they have um. I saw in the gameplay they have something like a bonfire equivalent. Yeah, the sculptor idols. Huh. Sculptor idols allow you to warp, and also if you die, you respawn at the last one. <laughs> um, instead of souls, you have experience points. <laughs> uh, there's an area like Blight Town. <laughs> okay, but now we have to see how many of those things do you usually find in a game? What? Like we can't call it a Souls, like, based on the elements that are, like, in the Souls games, because maybe these are just the elements that all of the games share. So this is like when people were saying, calling it Soulsborn. We're going to have to add another syllable onto that. <laughs> According to the one you just sent me, um, the demo was too difficult and Miyazaki said people need to get more used to it. And then that's, <laughs> parenthetically, they've got, that's a nice way of saying get good. <laughs> do you think there's going to be, like, emotes and stuff? A what? Like, do you think there's going to be emotes? A what? Emotes? Emotes. Like, emotions? All oh, emotes. Emotes? No, emotes. Emotes. Uh, I don't know because there's no online. They were in Neo. Why do you call them emotes? It sounds like emo. Because I thought you were saying a moat. What's a moat? Well, it, it's depending on how you spell moat. Can either be a a trench full of water or a particle of dust. I'm sure they'll have both of those. I think I predicted content without one. Mm -hmm. It's your curse. You're like Cassandra. 